Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. <laughs> Good evening, fiends. Welcome to another episode of Sinister Parlor Podcast. I'm Zombie Barbie, and tonight I have my special guest, my friend, a reoccurring guest. Sir Sturdy, who is a fellow podcaster, and his show is called Horror with Sir Sturdy. So if you haven't checked it out yet, definitely check it out. But how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. I mean, I've been recording a lot, editing a lot, and watching a lot of horror. How about yourself? Pretty much the same. Um, I haven't been able to watch as much as I've wanted to just because I've been so insanely busy. But I've been recording as much as possible. But you know, like how like with COVID everybody's been kind of home. I haven't been home, so I haven't been able to like catch up on a bunch of shit and I've actually been behind, but <laughs> I'm slowly getting back into it. <laughs> I've been home. So that's like, <clears throat> I'm not gonna say I've been recording every day cause I haven't, but I've been recording a ton. I probably had, I probably did about 40 episodes around 40 episodes and it's just, I'm at, Holy at, shit. getting them out now. Yeah. Cause one of my good friends, coworkers, well, he's a friend of mine now, but my friend James, There'll be days where it's like, yo, you want to record? Yeah, let's record. And also having other people on, of course. But mm -hmm. me and him probably did at least 10 to 15 episodes. Just out of, I mean, it's entertaining. It's fun. But just out of boredom. Like, yeah. You're like, hey, so, let's, yeah, let's jump on here and record. <laughs> oh. oh, now I just got to catch up with the editing part. That's the hardest That's part, I know. And it's like. It's been getting easier. It what? Because the, it's been getting easier with the editing like i used to have my brother do it but he's been he's been too busy now so mm -hmm. i do it now the program i use is the same program the same program i use for like my video editing mm -hmm. i do my audio in there and i can do it like do it one thing so like say once i'm done editing the video the audio is also done and then oh. i just put it as an MP, you know what i mean i just put it as an mp4 with the title and all with the title mm -hmm. and same thing and then i have to do it for an mp3 with the title but i mean i don't have to go through and like edit two different off of two different um platforms like files or something programs 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 <laughs> but yeah i don't have to like edit off of two different programs so it's all in one which makes it so much freaking easier that's really cool see that's the reason i like zoom is just because i'm not a huge editor and i'm not the greatest right. because i don't know a whole lot about it but imovie is my best friend and then zoom really helped how it like separates the files out so that makes it easier, but my internet here sucks so bad. And supposedly I have like really good internet and I fucking don't. So I have to upload everything at work. So when I'm editing, I'm having to do it at work and upload it there. Do you have an ethernet cable plugged into your computer? No, I don't even know if I have a hole for an ethernet thing. I have the MacBook and it has like, it's condensed down. Does it have a USB slots on the side? Um, I have like the adapter to give me USB slots. Yeah. Okay, so with that, you can get, there's another little adapter, which I can sh send you a link after we after your show. Okay. Because um, my computer doesn't have a, an Ethernet thing either, but it has an adapter, a USB adapter you plug into the computer, and then it has a little thing you plug in the Ethernet thing. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's how I record all the time. Like, I just make sure it's plugged in all the time, just so I know it's 100%, you know, great connection. Mm -hmm. And they're like, 25 bucks tops. Not even, you can probably get them for like 15 bucks off of Amazon, actually. 
That's not bad. I'm just concerned because my um, internet box and everything is downstairs. So I don't even know if I could do it. Yeah, you would need some cables. I have like these long cables coming upstairs. <laughs> don't trip family. That's what we do. Like I have one, we have like our main box in the living room. And then from that box, I have one cable coming from there upstairs to in the hallway. We have another ethernet or not ethernet cable, sorry, a, a router. Mm -hmm. and from there it goes, from that router goes to our room, the kids' rooms and the attic. Mm -hmm. And I have another, I have another one up here that goes to my computer. Dang. You know, my stuff here. But it's just, it. I'm telling you, it's so worth it. But it's not as bad as, like before the way I had it was, it, w it went from downstairs to our room but i moved the router from our room to the hallway just it just makes it neater with the wires mm -hmm. and then the one you know then one wire goes in the one kid's room one wire goes in the other kid's room one wire comes upstairs to the attic and it's not mm -hmm. like all over the place that's cool i'll have to see if i can mess with it and make it work it's doable all right i'm gonna figure it out <laughs> Um, so tonight, if you guys didn't know, we are doing the 1995 movie, The Ice Cream Man. So what we were saying before we started recording was I didn't realize this was a 1995 film. I could have sworn it was the 80s. Me too. I, I thought it was the 80s just, just because, I guess. I don't even know why. Just nothing like gave me a reason. It was just my thought like, oh, this is an 80s movie, whatever. Five mm -hmm. and... It's interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. Well, and it kind of had like that killer clowns cheesiness to it. You know, I love killer clowns, but it kind of reminded me of that. And I think that's why I thought it was 80s. I could see that. I could see that. And like, I, I love the older, like I have it playing over here on mute. That's like nice. I do now just because just in case you see like a cool scene, like, boom, I can bring it up. Yeah. But I just love the 80s and 90s vibe of horror with the mm -hmm. slashers and all that just the simpleness of them like this yeah. is a real simple movie cool practical effects no cgi none of that stuff it was way before cgi stuff or before cgi was popular i guess i don't know mm -hmm. it's so enjoyable it's it so really is well and even like how you're saying practical effects um when he had like the heads on the stick or on the ice cream scoops and they're all like talking back and forth <laughs> it's like, and I'm just watching like their mouths move and their face move and you can see you know that's a fake head but it was so it was so funny but I love that shit it looked good and the eyeball remember the cop was eating ice cream the eyeball yes in his mouth? oh that was so yeah. gross and he was like moving on the front of his teeth his front yeah. teeth just kept moving on I'm just like in my mind I'm like I know you're eating ice cream. And I know the stuff's in there, but you would kind of taste a difference when you taste an eyeball. I don't know what an eyeball tastes like, but I feel it tastes a lot different than like a gumball eyeball thing or like ice cream or candy. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. Well, and he probably didn't order ice cream that had chunks in it. So you would know since you bite something gross, you would know that it's like not yeah. normal. He's just all playing with it. I was like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, which was weird. like right there and there. I'm like, what the fuck? I would have spit it out. Like, what the hell is it? Why is there an eyeball in here? And then, yeah. But I mean, it's one of those things where, like, if it did happen there, then the movie's over with. That's true too. They have to add that stuff in, or there wouldn't be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, one thing. So his voice. So Clint Howard is the main character, and his voice reminded me of Little Nicky. Remember, my brother hit me in the face with a shovel. Like this. Yeah. Totally what he sounded like. And I can see that. I can definitely see that. 
<laughs> like the 1995 version of Little Nicky. <laughs> I didn't even think of that until you just said that. <laughs> With a shovel. <laughs> you know, it's cool. The kids, they were like the stars of this movie. They were like the, obviously, the ice cream truck, ice cream, and they're like the main focus of the movie. But I liked, I liked that about this movie. It works. And I mean, kids, kids love the ice cream truck. Kids love ice cream. Mm-hmm. Adults do, but. <laughs> The thing that kind of had me a little thrown off a bit is like these kids, because they sneak out a few times at night, mm-hmm. they never get caught. And I'm just like, as a kid, yeah, I've snuck out a couple times, but I've I've been caught plenty of times just because you you come in loud. Yeah. The doors are, it's not that easy to just hop out a window. Like, I, that's what surprised me laugh about these type of movies. It's like, oh, yeah, you just slide open a window. And like, this is my era, like 95, you know, this is like my, I was a kid in this era. So it's mm-hmm. like, I was only, I was about 10 years old, right? Yeah, I was born in 85. I was around their age, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I feel my mother's going to know exactly where, I, first of all, I'm going to be scared to death because I'm sure you grew up in the same thing. Oh, yeah. When the streetlights come on, you better be home. Yep. So once those streetlights are on, I'm not going to go back outside. <laughs> no. For a day of ice cream. And then, like, it's, that, that was, like, my only, not even, I can't even say issue because kids are going to be kids. You're going to sneak out. Mm-hmm. And they're actually doing it for good reason, though. But it was just like, wouldn't you bring in an adult sooner to these situations? They're just like, hey, there's something crazy going on with this ice cream man. Yeah. And then the ice cream man just driving around the neighborhood at night. I'm like, what, what the fuck was he doing out here at 10 o'clock at night? Yeah, and he's just all like chilling and driving by, and he'd stop and stare at their houses. I'd be calling the fucking cops. I'd be like, I have a stalker outside. Yeah. <laughs> that or we're gonna be fist fighting. Yeah. It was just, yeah, that part was weird. If I ever snuck out, my mom would have heard it. If my if my kid were to sneak out, I hear it. I hear everything. I hear her walking in the hallway. I can hear our baby gate downstairs because I don't like the dogs going up and down. Um, I was saying, isn't your kid a little bit too big for a baby? <laughs> I'll put a baby gate up for her. <laughs> no, it's for the dogs. <laughs> but it's like, I hear everything. Mm-hmm. So there's no way she'd be sneaking out like that. I do want to know what it takes to be a rocketeer, though. That's what those kids were called. They're a little click, right? Mm-hmm. They're rocketeers. Never, never explain. I wish they would have explained. Not that it's a big deal. I wish they would have explained it. But yeah, yeah, they didn't, did they? Well, in that, um, how I was telling you, the other one that, that has the commentary on it, the Rift Tracks commentary. Yeah. Um, they said something about rocketeers. He's like, "Oh wow, kids that actually know what the rocketeer is." Cause you remember that movie? Back in the, I think it was back in the '90s, and it was the rocketeer. And it had, um, oh, what's her name? Jennifer, whoever was in Labyrinth. Oh, Jennifer Connelly. It was kind of like super superhero-ish. It was a Disney movie. It wasn't that popular, but the commentary guy was like, oh, maybe they knew what that was. Yeah, but I mean, they, oh, that, that looks familiar. That flying guy uh-huh. guy does he has like a rocket pack on his back yeah but i mean i can see that's one thing i need to try to start doing too is watching commentary with horror movies because i've never done that Me and either. i feel like it would probably be hilarious mm-hmm. would like the commentary would be like an actual movie not me being me doing the commentary with people which would be funny too which is, that would be funny <laughs> Me and the Nightmare Shop did one for uh, my favorite horror comedy. I'm sure you know what it is. I'm sure everybody knows what it is by now. Thanks, Killing. 
We did one about a year ago. I did that. I did a podcast on that movie two times, and I'm going to do it one more time later on this year. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Are you serious? No. I, I finally own it now. Like I have the DVD <laughs> of it. After all these years of me talking about it and bigging it up, and it's just it's on Tubi now. Tubi now actually. I should just watch it because you've brought it up so many times. Like even during filming, you've said it quite a few times that it's your favorite. So I'm gonna have to watch it just to see. It's a must watch, and you're someone like I know you like horror comedies. My wife mm-hmm. doesn't like horror comedies at all. As a matter of fact, um, it wasn't the first time I watched the movie. It was the first time I was getting ready for a podcast for the movie with Matt. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting down in the living room watching it. I swear to you, she wasn't in the room for five minutes. She was like, "I can't do this shit." And got up and left. <laughs> She's like, "This is awful." She yeah, she, she loves horror, but the horror comedy, the mix is just. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's not for everybody, but me. As everybody knows, it's game. I love it. Oh, hell yeah. Have you seen Deadheads? Mm-mm. You need to watch that. It is so funny. It's good. I think it was, I feel like somebody just referred that to me the other day, too. I don't remember who. And I could be wrong. Maybe they, maybe that wasn't the movie, but it sounds very familiar. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's like a zombie comedy. That one was good. And then, of course, Cherokee Creek. You've seen that one, right? I have not. Oh my gosh. Okay, you have to watch it. Best horror comedy you will ever see in your life. Ooh. In your life. <laughs> Thanksgiving for the past few years. And you know what it is about Thanksgiving? I think one big thing about it is like the simple cheesiness of it. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Like it's, it's one of those movies that like you know they weren't making it to be serious. Mm-hmm just love it for that reason and enjoy it for that reason and that's just i i, I can't get enough of it i don't know what it is i don't I, like i i can't explain to you i don't know why i like the movie like i can't say it has a great story i can't say it has like great special effects it's just a cool fun freaking movie all right I'll have to watch it. Line, i'm not gonna spoil the first line for you but the first line is best line hands down for any movie i've ever watched in my life really <laughs> Just wait till you see it. All right, I'll watch it just just to and see what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've had people that actually listen to me and watch it. They they'll message me or text me whoever it is or email me. What the hell did you have me watch it? Or <laughs> I it was so crazy and stupid. I loved it. And you, you get one or the other. But I'm like, look, I was I tell them like, listen, don't judge me. Just watch the movie. Yeah, just watch it and see what you think. Um, isn't your other favorite one Tales from the Hood too? I feel like this. I like Tales from the Hood too, about as much as I like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so it's your favorite? No, absolutely <laughs> not. And oh, I've even changed. Real, I'm just gonna say one thing about my show, real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, I changed of course. The, I changed the rating on my show. You know how you do like one to ten, something cool, something funny. Yeah. Now it's negative ten to positive ten. Same something cool, something funny, but negative ten to positive ten, and it's not because of um. Tales from the Hood 2. It's because of this movie called Blood Lake. I I've gave seen the poster, event. but I haven't seen the movie. Oh my god. It's it's probably one of... Right now, it's the worst horror movie I've seen this year, definitely, and probably ever. Probably ever. It is bad. <laughs> and I'm, as I, I always say, like I'm never going to tell you not to watch a horror movie. Yeah. But I don't recommend it. This is <laughs> 
a watch at your own risk kind of movie. A watch, you know, if, you, if you're feeling risky, it's on Tubi. Go ahead and watch it. Just don't blame Sir Sturdy if you watched it and just like I wasted time <laughs> watching that movie. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Blood Lake is what it was. Yes, and it's with like it looks like the cover because there's gonna be two blood lakes. You're gonna see one where it's like a um a woman with a bunch of teeth because she's in water, I believe. Mm-hmm. I watched that one also. That one was okay-ish. That's I'll tell you about that in a second. And then the other one looks like a a fat Freddy figure. Yeah, it looks like a cheap Freddy holding a highlighter. Holding <laughs> a highlighter. This right here. Yes, that right there. That. <laughs> you no, know, it's, it's a rough watch. But last thing I'll say though, um, the funny thing about it is, my friend, my friend James, me and him were doing. Yeah, let's do another podcast. Let's do Blood Lake. I'm like, okay. He watched that one that you had pulled up the slasher one. I watched the wa- the water one, and like you like you know how I post in my group and on my page like what movie I'm watching. Mm-hmm. So he messaged me like, "Yo, you're watching the wrong movie." <laughs> oh <laughs> man! He was like, "I was." He was like, "Yo, why don't we just do both?" I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah. I watched these movies back to back. Worst three hours of my damn life. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. You're like, and now I and, have to talk about it. <laughs> like the water one was better than the fake Freddy one. I'm only mm-hmm. calling that the cover. It has nothing to do with Freddy, mm-hmm. but it was. It's like holy shit! I don't even think I released that episode yet. I need to bring, get that one out soon so people can see what I'm talking about. And I believe these movies made me do a list. Like I, I gotta go back and listen to my episodes, I guess, or just do something mm-hmm. of like the worst horror movies I've seen this year and the best horror movies, like top ten and bottom ten that I've seen yeah. this year. But not ones that came out this year. Just first time watches for me for this year. So it doesn't matter when they came out. They could have came out this year. They could have came out in 1986, whatever. Mm-hmm. But just first time watching for me. Okay. And I'm not doing sequels or remakes. I thought it over a bunch of times. I'm like, sequels, because sequels, sometimes you feel like they're going to be shitty anyway. Yeah. So really, And then remakes, kind of the same thing. Yeah. So I take those off the table. It's just the original. Boom. There you go. So is your like rating system now, Nicholas, you know, 10 to Nicholas Cage or Nicholas Cage to 10? On a scale of Nicholas Cage to 10, what's your rating? That's rough. <laughs> like some movies. Nicholas Cage. He he needs to stop. He, you know what? Never stopping. If he just stayed out of horror movies, I'd be fine. Because, as you know, I have friends on here that as soon as he's in a horror movie, guess what they want to review? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bitch. Like that, what the hell is that other movie called? My one friend, Anthony, wants to do it. And I forgot what the movie's called. Is it the new one, The Colors? Yeah. Something Colors? colors? That one right there he wants to do. I want to see it. I don't, but I have to watch it because I have to review mm-hmm. it. Like, I don't know parts of it. <laughs> Well, like when we had to do Mandy that one time. And like, I like Nicolas Cage, but I agreed 100% with you on that. I was like, hmm, that's, that's not my favorite. Definitely not. <laughs> couple good scenes. Yeah, couple funny scenes. Couple cool scenes, couple good scenes, and that was it. And he had a cool shirt. I did say that. Like, that's you ripped my shirt. You tearing my shirt. The tiger. <laughs> the tiger shirt. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool shirt. So I could- <laughs> 
think you know people. I I know I say I don't like Nicolas Cage, but I can be I can say something nice about him. He had a cool shirt on in that movie. <laughs> Probably wasn't his choice, but you know, it was. Yep, is that costume designer? <laughs> um. So in this movie, Ice Cream Man, did you? Who did you think that little blonde kid looked like? Macaulay Culkin? Yes! I thought it was him at first. The whole time I was like, God, it looks just like Macaulay Culkin. A young, like, before he did Home Alone. Yeah. Before he did, um, what's the other movie he did as a kid that's real popular, that's sad, Rich. you cried on, when he got stung by the bees? Oh, my girl. That one. Before mm-hmm. those movies, it kind of looked like him. Yeah. I thought for the longest time it was him. Even, like, his little smile and the way he acted. Um, he kind of looked mm-hmm. like when he was in Page Master, sort of. I don't think I've seen that one. If I did, I don't remember. Yeah, but. it's not like my favorite movie at all. But I watched it back in the day because my brother. He's supposed to be in um, American Horror Story. That's what I heard. That'll be cool. I like him. I, I mean, I haven't seen him since. I liked him in My Girl and I liked him in Home Alone. That's all I honestly know him for. Like, Oh, and um, the movie where he was bad. That was another good movie. Good, The Good Son? Yes. Yeah, that he was, was good in that. And uh, wasn't he in the Michael Jackson music video, Black or White? Kid yeah. In the beginning? Yep. And that, he was good in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know his whole resume, but. Yeah, he was in a lot of stuff. Um, oh, no, he was. Did you see that? Um, it's like a YouTube video and it's kind of like a quick little short about kind of like how the after effects of Home Alone. And he like gets picked up by, and it's when he looked really drugged out. And so he gets picked up by this taxi cab driver, like an Uber driver or some shit. And he's, he's basically like Kevin, but older and like traumatized. And so then he ends up um, tying the guy up with like Christmas lights. And I think he tries killing him or he does kill him. And he's just all fucked up in the head. I don't remember. I, I want to see that now. It's, it's good. It's hilarious. He, he's somebody who I felt, I mean, just from watching these movies as a kid, but I still do enjoy them now could have been a really big name actor right now mm-hmm. other crap in life didn't happen yeah yeah no yeah look it up look up um macaulay Co- or macaulay culkin when kevin gets older or something like that it yeah. it's funny because he's just like telling his whole story about it's basically ptsd and shit and then he's just a psycho and i think he kills the guy but i can't remember i just remember a bunch of blood is all over him nice yeah i gotta mm-hmm. check that out <laughs> did this movie when you were watching it did it make you want ice cream at all before i start seeing how grossly he mixed it and like how disgusting it's all over the ground and shit yeah like when the kid wanted to push pop i'm like oh yeah that sounds really good but then when you see the bugs coming out of it and the fucking eyeballs and then um the big nasty mixer where he's just mixing all the shit and fucking the crap all over the floor i was like oh that's just so gross that didn't deter me, believe it or not. As a matter of fact, I have like, um, like you know, the what is it, the good bars, like the uh, strawberry shortcakes and Reese's, oh, yeah. whatever the case mm-hmm. they are. Mm. I, well, I had some in my room, in my freezer in my room, and I, I was, I was telling my wife, I, like, I don't feel like eating ice cream off a stick right now. I don't know why. I, I wanted ice cream, but not off a stick. We had some other, like she has like keto friendly ice cream. Uh huh. You have to have it up twenty minutes. And I took it out and I started eating it and watched watch the movie no problem. And like I don't know, I'm not I don't get gored out by the fact of that that kind of stuff. 
which I have another question for you. I asked this question the other day, which actually, you, I guess you kind of answered it. But when you're watching a certain movie, horror, any type of movie, it doesn't have to be horror. When you're watching a certain movie and they're eating a certain food, does it make you crave that food? That's my first part of the question. And second part is, if it's something that you can call it and order, do you order the food as you're watching that movie or if you or go make it in the kitchen? I can't say that I've made it if I've watched it. Um, some t- like it's not like gore food, right? It's just it's something they're eating. No, no, like like a, like a real like a real meal. Like I I just throw pizza out there because it's so simple and it's like all yeah. over the place. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's, there's plenty of times where I mean this movie made me want ice cream. I ate ice cream, but I, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was talking to my boy and I'm like, that really does happen. Like for for example, and I'm as especially as a kid when I used to watch Ginger Turtles all the time, <laughs> I had to be eating pizza. I, I would even get mm. to the point where like when they're eating certain scenes i'm eating pizza yeah and i mean now it's just certain foods I'm like yeah that sounds so good right now but I, I would never leave the house to get it it's like if i can order it cool if i can warm it up the microwave cool but i won't leave to go get it because probably not changing my mind or yeah. forgetting what i want see now pizza sounds really fucking good so yeah now pizza sounds really good like now i want pizza oh yeah pizza's all <laughs> I mean, well, most part. Yeah. You can't go wrong with pizza. I'll say that. Yeah, not often. Sometimes it's like you get all, you know, like you want to try, you know, because we have a lot of places around here that will make just these weird pizzas and you're like, ooh, I want to try that. And then you're like, ooh, I shouldn't have tried that. That was gross. (laughs) (laughs) But just regular pizza, yeah. (laughs) You got to look at, I guess you can look at food as like a horror movie in a sense of, you got to try it. You got to check it out. And it's like, okay, that, that food wasn't for me or that movie wasn't for me or that was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Or just like, it's like, eh, you know what, I'll, I'll throw it on just for background noise. And it's like, there's certain food you just eat because you know what, I'm hungry. It's simple. I just eat it because I don't have to go whip up a nice steak and all this other stuff. I can just throw this in the microwave for two minutes and be not happy, but you're satisfied. Yeah. Okay. Here's a weird question. So did you see Human Centipede? I've seen the first one. Yeah. I won't even watch the other ones because I was traumatized. But um, when he's eating the steak and they're all sewed butt to mouth and he shits in her mouth, did you want a steak at that time? Um, <laughs> it probably didn't cross my mind, but like if I was eating one, it wouldn't have bothered me. Like I'm that type of person if I'm eating something. You know what? I think the only thing that grosses me out is like – um. I'm gonna tell you called pimple popping. Oh yes, like when they're like nasty big. Ugh. And then so like, gross. I don't know if the show still come on, but you know those e- the real ER shows where like people are in surgery and all that. Yeah, I get that. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Now, in a movie, I'm fine. I can watch people getting their heads cut off and chopped up. And there is one movie that was kind of gross for me though, and it's uh, oh shit, Henry introduced me to the movie too. Oh, what the hell is it called? I can't think of what it's called. There's a rat monkey in it. A rat monkey? Yeah. And there's a, anyways, there's a part in the movie where the guy's mother, like they're sitting at the table eating like porridge or something. Mm-hmm. And she's, she got bit by the rat monkey. So she's like dying. Oh. She's like a zombie. Yeah, I know you know what I'm talking about. Brain dead. It. Was it brain dead? I think so. Yeah. There was and like he kills him with the lawnmower at the end, right? He takes the lawnmower yes. and kills them all. Yeah. When her ear falls off and falls into the porridge and she eats it, that was like yes. 
kind of gross, but I'm just like, that's disgusting. Yeah. That's other than that, no. Nah. Hmm. Like yeah. this, like for example, like I said, with this one right here, mm-hmm. I was eating ice cream when I was watching it. Didn't bother me at all. See, and I don't think that I like this one. You wish what? I wish the eyeball would have popped when the when the cop was like <sighs> biting mess. Like either either popped or like split. That's yeah. what I was like when I first watched it. I was expecting that, and it didn't happen. I was a little disappointed with that. Mm-hmm. Like expecting to like bite it, and it like squirts out green shit or something. Something. Like, but I know off. the guy did. But he did scoop out the back of the eye before mm-hmm. he put it into the ice cream. But I still feel like something should have happened. It should have po- something. Yeah, something super nasty. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something about an eye. I can't remember what it was. I forgot about the scooping out part that he scooped out the back of the eye. That was mm-hmm. gross. Right out. And then you got the the one chick. The father was cheating on his wife with the one chick. She was yeah. like the neighborhood. She was going to bang the ice cream, man. Yeah. And when she comes up, you got to get free ice cream. You know, you, do you deliver and all this other crap? Deliver a gallon to my house. And I'm just like, I love the scene where he comes with the dude's head on a cone that was yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah that was yeah that was funny and well, there was another part later in the movie were they in a car they were in the car with the kid it was yeah it was the kids with one of the kids big brothers and i believe his girlfriend yeah and when he he stabs a girl right here oh god that would hurt so bad that was so cool i was like yeah and you can so see cool. it like in her mouth you could see it go up and like right there yeah that was they did a really good job with that and that mm-hmm. that made me like that's what i like about these the movies from this era is the practical effects and all that and i bet you if you watch like how they made this movie it's probably something real simple and real cheesy mm-hmm. and it's something like once you watch how they made it you point it out you can just point out like oh but it's still so freaking cool versus nowadays not all but with the overused cgi it doesn't look half as good as, as stuff from 30 years ago, which I find amazing and crazy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, I want some ice cream. Well, now it sounds, oh, that's what I was going to say. Now it sounds good because we're talking about ice cream. Like yesterday, it didn't make me want it. I just, now I want it because I'm like actually starving. <laughs> I'm like ice cream sounds and good. Pizza sounds good. We're going to burger sounds good. I know the one on the left. If you take away the eyeball, well, my left, take away the eyeball, and that actually looks good. It looks like a strawberry sundae. Yeah, the eyeballs, those are just, that's just strawberries that are just painted. Those look like eyeballs. <laughs> a gumball, the eyeball gumballs. This, there you go. This one that, looks cool, though. The skull. Yeah, cool. that one does look cool. And you got your little Sir Sturdy sculpture yeah, right there. <laughs> looks like it's in the picture. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's so part cool. of the, he's officially a part of the show now. He just chills right here. <laughs> he just watches and judges. <laughs> um, another part in there that was kind of different and cool. Um, I guess not different, but so the big syringes that the guy kept putting in his like temple, it reminded me of Reanimator. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing because it was even mm-hmm. green, like the fluids whatever that was going in his head was green, and they yeah. never explained like what. That's one thing. I think one part I didn't like about the movie is where I don't know where the hell they are, where the two police officers are in like an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. 
I have no idea what that has to do with the movie. Well, actually, you know, it does connect because then they show the nurse that's taking care of this guy back here mm-hmm. at a flashback scene. I guess, I guess it does connect kind of, but still, they could have still did that flashback scene without doing all of this. Yeah. It just felt, it just felt like, a, um, like a filler kind of to me. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like, okay, well, we got this, 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 and here done. So let's just throw, you know, two minutes of people running through a building really quick just because we need to do whatever. Yeah. I, I could have done without that scene. It wasn't terrible, but it was just kind of wasted. Yeah, it's kind of pointless. I think it would have been better if there was, like, if they were, like, looking for records from for this guy from this asylum. Say if he escaped the asylum, they're looking for records. So they say they found records or pictures or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they just really connect for me and again i know you could say the flashback scene but that the nurse that's like again the nurse that takes care of him that's easy to point out okay this is the lady that helps him out or takes care of him yeah and then guy he has on a picture of his wall on his wall okay mm-hmm. well, that guy was whoever he was but i think he's the one who put the needle in his head i thought he was the actual ice cream I man would, that got murdered that made the kid go crazy that's, that's what it was and he, like idolized uh, him that's right. That that makes sense now because he was the kid that was eating ice cream in the beginning and seeing the guy get shot and all he's worried about is his ice cream. Yeah. So Where are we going to get ice cream now? And then in that Riff Tracks commentary, the guy is all, oh, I don't know, like uh, any local gas station or grocery store? <laughs> it's funny. I think you'd like it. Well, and then like that kid, um, I think it was Tuna was his name. He was, you know, fat. But to me, the whole time he looked stuffed. And then I didn't remember the very end. So I watched it again today and I was like, and he comes back skinny at the very end. You know, like he stopped eating ice cream. So now he's all skinny. I'm like, so little fucker was stuffed. It's just weird that they made him fat with stuffing. Yeah. It was just kind of odd. It, I guess you could look at it for, because back then they didn't have all the technology they have now where they can make him look like he's heavy set. Mm-hmm. But it worked like, he was just always wearing a lot of... They had to be so freaking uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I, but he's a kid. He'll get over it. Yeah, they're yeah. resilient. Like, yeah, they are. I was That was that was something that I seen, too. I was like, wait a minute. At the end, when they showed that, I was like, oh, okay. okay yeah. Okay. He wasn't that... Well, and they kept saying comments about him being fat, and I'm like, he's really not that fat. He just looks like a you know husky little kid. But um, in that commentary, the guy says, too, he's like, couldn't you just find a real fat kid? <laughs> <laughs> they they could have but i guess for the way it ended it would have been a little bit harder because it's like yeah you can't make a kid go through all that losing weight for the for the movie scene or just getting a whole different kid mm-hmm. now it would have made it funnier if they got a whole different kid that was like a whole different race yeah yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> that'd be super funny because <laughs> i'm around there so like, like just like say if it, you know the whole time it's the one kid and then at the end of the movie, it's me. <laughs> that would be super funny. People would be like, what the hell? <laughs> Tuna, you lost weight. Yeah, I lost weight. And people like the audience, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, in the commentary, too. You just got to watch the commentary. But he's all, all right, I guess we got to go find our friend Augustus Gloop. <laughs> Remember got, that from Charlie? <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> I got to watch it. Yeah. Well, one oh. thing with oh no, go ahead. 
I just just because I went, I remember before we started recording, I was talking about a movie. It's called Abigail Haunting. Awesome I freaking movie. Think I it's saw on, that. It's on Amazon Prime. I think it was on Amazon Prime since like March twenty seventh. I had. I feel so old saying this because I don't know what else to say. But I had the young woman on my podcast. She was the star actress of the movie. Uh huh. Cool. Yesterday, her name is Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce her last. Name, but I'm not gonna attempt it. It starts mm-hmm. with a J. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that movie. That movie was really good. It was one of those like um, messing with your mind, kind of like. I saw it. Yes. And the way it ends is awesome. Yeah. Just, I we actually watched that. Me and my wife watched that together, and she really enjoyed the movie. And actually, you know what? She's somebody who'd be, you should get on your podcast, I, I feel, for an interview. That'd be super cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, nope, I I'll did to, see it not too long ago. I'll give you her email and stuff. Okay. Because that's what I'm going to drop next Tuesday. Cool. Yeah, next Tuesday. I'll give you her information, like her email and all that stuff, and you guys can talk and all oh, yeah. that. But yeah, she, really cool. And she's young. She's only like 21. And like, oh. just that role was really good. And mm-hmm. she was saying, like, she likes those type of roles, and she likes, like, um, period pieces, like, from, like, the 19, like 1900s. She would, like, do a role like that. That'd be cool. Deal. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she's, I enjoyed that movie a whole lot. I gotta, re- I'm gonna, I told her, I was like, I'm gonna review it on my podcast one of these days. I just gotta find someone who's seen it and would watch it and review it. Mm-hmm. And see how you've seen it. I've seen it. it. Yeah, hell yeah, definitely. No, I really liked it. And there were so many twists in it too where you didn't expect some of the things to happen that happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially the ending. Yes, because you were expecting something completely different. Like, I don't want to spoil it right now, but you were expecting yeah. something completely different than what it was. And it just didn't end like that. But it was still a great ending. It was still just, it was awesome. And like, one thing I pointed out to her was like, like her eyes. Like the way she shows emotion with her mm-hmm. face and her eyes, that really grabs me as a horror fan because you know what? I've been watching horror for damn near my whole life since I was five years old. Almost, yeah. Like, I'm gonna be 35 in November. I've watched horror movies for about 30 years now. Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, those scenes where you're supposed to look, where someone's supposed to look scared and they kind of do, but they don't sell it like with their eyes, yeah, with their face or their body language. She really sells like those parts, those emotional parts, whatever emotion it is, with her eyes and with just. And it, I don't know. I don't know how people do it. Like, I mean, I don't act, so I have no clue. Mm-hmm. I've been scared in my life before, especially as a kid getting yelled at my mother and the dog. So that I can do. I have to, like, for me, I feel like I have to be in a situation, but I know others can get it just into like a mindset and just turn it on like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you should definitely have her on your show. Yeah, that would be awesome. And I definitely want to review it with you because it, it was good. I liked it. And I found it by mistake. So it'd be fun. I, I found it because I was supposed to be interviewing her anyway. And something came up. So, you know, we pushed it back. Mm-hmm. And she, she contacted me again to come Aww. on. So, like, yeah, of course. Nice. And, um, yeah, I actually had her on twice. Wow. But anyway, she was like, she was like, can you watch this movie? And, you know, let me know what you think about it. I was like, yeah, of course. 
and I watched it and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I had her on like a year ago and mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I found her on, I don't know, I found her on Facebook or something or mm-hmm. on Facebook, like a horror group or whatever. I forgot and reached out to her and had her on, reported. Matter of fact, I know how I found her now. Did you see, there's a movie called, uh, I forgot what it's called, but the guy's name is Craig something. And he's like the director slash producer of the movie. It'll come, it'll come to me probably like right once the episode's over. With I know. I'm going to look right now, see if I can look it up. And she's in it, right? She's not in it, but she's in another movie he worked on and he referred me to her. Oh, okay. I, I had her on for another pod, for another episode. But the cool thing was like, she reached out to me like back in March. I want to say March. What month are we in? We're in June. Freaking June. <laughs> yeah, she reached out to me to like, it's either March or the month after March, April. Wow, Aaron. And, well, everything's know, like blended said, together now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, something came up and then she reached out again. She was like, can I come back on your show? You know, whatever the case may be. And I was like, of course, yeah. And I, that's one thing I do love about podcasting i'm sure you deal with it now which is an awesome thing is like when people reach out to you to come on because they want to come on your show yes it feels so good because it's just like it does it it takes out the um which i don't mind the hunt so to speak or the work Mm -hmm. of reaching out to people but it, it takes that part of it out where they're just like hey i heard your show or so and so told me to check out your show i would love to be on Mm-hmm. Or if I've been on your show, can I come on your show again? I'm like, of co- like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I love that. Just come on. It makes, like I said, it makes it so much easier for me. Like, okay, I don't have to look for people now. Yeah, I can just they look for me. They reach out to me, which just as a podcaster, it's freaking awesome. It makes it makes our jobs so much freaking easier. It does, and it's just cool because you wonder like, how did they find you? Because um, you know, we were talking earlier. There's a couple people that have reached out, and I don't know how they found me but they reached out and I'm like, that's awesome. And like, they'll send you, Hey, would you mind checking this out for me? Or would you mind checking out this link or this movie? And it's like, hell yeah, of course. Of course, Yeah. You know what? Su- I mean, not sucks. The, the thing that sucks kind of is like when you do get those like here and there, if you get like, they're like, Hey, can you check this movie or a screener? Mm-hmm. And it takes longer for you to get to that movie than you anticipate it to. Cause you have other stuff lined up for one. That's like, the yeah. movie. like I have shows lined up to do to get out so it's like I kind of have to but mm-hmm. I, I mean it's at the end of the day it's freaking fun as hell yeah well shit and you busted out what 40 of them you said like Something that's like a that, that's yeah. a lot of recording some some days I would do like two episodes a day I think a couple times I did three a day but for the most part it was like two a day and then I just record, 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 and then some days, some weeks, I would record for like a week or a few days, and then get back to it. But mm-hmm. I just, I have so much fun with it. I'm like, why not? Yeah. Somebody wants to come on and record, and we're both free at a certain time, and I feel like I have to. Oh hell yeah! And it's like good to have a bunch in the vaults that you can just keep releasing, and then in the meantime, you know, find more people to come on, and then you know, film or you know, I, record whatever. And yeah, it's it's exactly. nice. So you never get behind. That's the great thing. That's, but that's how I tried to, like, when I first started the podcast, that's how I tried to do it too, was just have, like, a bunch. This is my brother's, my brother produced, like, I think I have, well, by tomorrow, by Tuesday, I'll have 109 episodes out. My brother produced, like, 100 and 
three of them, I believe. At least a hundred of them. Wow. At the very least. Dang. But like I said, he's been, because now he does um, seal coating through the summer. Mm-hmm. So he does that. Plus his other job. And then he has a six-year-old daughter. So I'm like, that's a lot on his plate. You don't. I was like, yo, just send me the intro, the outro and stuff. And I'll keep. I'll start producing my own shows. And then I told him, I said, if anything ever comes of it, as far as money-wise, mm-hmm. you're still my partner. I'm not going to be all produce anymore because you don't do that to family. Yeah, no, definitely yeah. not. But this yeah. is, this is, I didn't think my podcast to be what it is. And it's, yeah. I know it's not like, it's not huge like other ones we've mentioned, but for me to be someone who has, coming into this with like zero connections mm-hmm. i don't you know i'm not big on social media i don't know a bunch of i mean i've met people throughout but i'm just saying from day one starting yeah after. yeah awesome well shit i met you what like three years ago now almost mm-hmm. two three i think so yeah and i don't even oh, know okay. how i did i don't know if i just started following you or like i don't even remember how but I remember being super, super nervous, like coming on your show the first time. I was like, I've never done this. I am so fucking nervous. <laughs> You're not the only people who are still like that. And that's why, like, with my show, and I see you do it with yours, too, because I talked to you beforehand, is I try, especially when it's like someone's first time coming on the show, mm-hmm. just talk to them for like five, ten minutes, or however long it takes for them to feel comfortable. And then once we get recording and get going, then people start to open up more. Yeah. And- I'm, I'm, I tell people all the time, like, it's just like two friends. I'm like, if you don't drink, it's like two friends going out having coffee or tea or water. I don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Or having a beer and just kind of just talking. And that's pretty much what it is. And mm-hmm. I, I do, like, I do my movie reviews the same way I do my interviews as far as, like, I just go for it. Like, I just shoot. I don't look up information on people too much. And I, I don't do that because I'd rather... Say if I was interviewing you, for example, I'd rather you come on, we'll have a, a genuine conversation, talking horror and all that, and then you'll talk, whatever you want to talk about that you have going on, past, present, or future, mm-hmm. you bring that up on your own, rather than me reading a bunch of stuff or asking the same questions you've been asked a million times, and that way, it just flows better for me, and me taking notes and all that, it don't work. Yeah. It, I've tried it. Yeah, it's like, if there's a certain something I don't want to forget, I'll write it down, Um Cause I mean, yeah. I'll still get nervous sometimes too, especially with certain people that come on. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I'm super nervous. Cause this is like a, a big name. Um, so I'll write certain things down, but you know, a lot of times beforehand, I'll be like, it's not like an interview where I'm just going to sit here asking you questions. You know, yeah, we're just going to yeah. talk about you, talk about your work, anything you want to talk about. If there's movies you like, you know, it's just a chill environment. Another person I recommend you should have on his name is, um, Derek Hebert, Derek D Hebert. Mm-hmm. He did, uh, you know, I'm a huge, you know, I love Kane Hodder. Yes. He did. Did you see it to Helen back? I have not seen it yet. It's I heard, great. I've heard so many good reviews though. It's on shutter. I highly recommend buying the Blu-ray because anyways, I, the guy directed to Helen back. Oh, okay. I him on. I'm definitely gonna have him on again, but, um, he was telling me that there's like 90 minutes of material on the Blu-ray that couldn't like deleted scenes or whatever, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. That couldn't make the thing because it was just too much. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, in the Blu-ray just because I know it's on Shutter, but Shutter doesn't have the extras, so I have to get that. Yeah. And that, if you're a crier, you're gonna cry watching *To Hell and Back*. Really, I'm I'm a crier. Because like 
Kane Hodder's like I put it my wife I was watching with my wife she got like teary eyed I'm not an emotional person at all I got a little choked up Aww. because of his story and like the type of person he is he's, like, mm-hmm. he's such like a person you just watch his whole story so mm-hmm. you're definitely gonna cry okay. I, I listened to his book his book too was awesome yeah his autobiography mm-hmm. so yeah I I highly 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 recommend that documentary though if you're okay documentary I know you love horror. You're going to love that. Yeah. And just have some Kleenex. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch that. Um, what I just cried. I was watching the David Bowie, his last five years, and I was fucking bawling. I just watched this the other night. Um, there was a movie. So it's called, it's not horror, but um, it's called Driving in the Rain with a Dog or something like that. Something about driving in the rain. And so I was like, ooh, when there's a dog, it's usually really fucking sad. When the dog is talking, and he's telling the story, you know, it's sad. So I paused it and I started reading about it and I'm fucking bawling just by reading what it was about. I'm like, I can't watch this. I'm going to cry my eyes out. I can't watch it. <laughs> so I turned it off. I don't I'm, a, I'm a movie crier. I'm not a real life crier. Got it. That makes, I get it though. I'm, I'm uh, real. I guess if it's real life, it depends on what it is. It has to be something real tragic. Mm-hmm. But as far as like movies and stuff, mm-mm. oh man, movies I cry very very easily. I think I might have cried before for real life stuff when I was talking to you. Possibly, Maybe. I may I may have cried. I don't remember what it was, but I might have cried. What about The Lion King? Did you cry during that? Oh my fuck yes! I was in the theater and cried. All three times that I saw it in the theater, I cried. Titanic, I was a fucking mess. And it was so embarrassing because I think I was like 14, 13 or 14. And I went with my, um, she used to be my babysitter. And then we ended up, you know, just kind of hanging out. And so we go and watch it. I have never, besides seven pounds, I have never cried that hard in a movie. I was like, That's where, <laughs> where you're like doing that. You can't catch your breath. And like your nose is running. You're trying not to sniff because you're in the theater. And I had like my hoodie on. And so I flip over my head. I'm like, I mean, just, oh God, it was horrible. I left the theater like trying to cover my face because I was so red. My nose was running. I was just, I was crying so hard. And seven, seven pounds. pounds. That, that thing I got a little choked up for that one. But that was a good movie. That was so good. And, then, and I think what made people more emotionally attached to it was because he was acting with his son. So it was just like. No, no, not that one. I know which one you're talking about, but this is the one where he finds these people, like I think five people, and he's trying to, um, he's like a, like an insurance adjuster, an insurance something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Seven. Yeah. I'm thinking of um, what the hell? I'm thinking of the other movie, Seven Pounds, because that's where he gave up his organs to everybody. Yes, I've seen that like seven or eight times, and I have cried every single time, and I can't stop crying. I'll cry, and I can't stop. That was another one, though. Such a great actor, by the way. He really unlike, is. Unlike Nicolas Cage. You can learn something from Will Smith and Nicolas Cage. Well, you probably can't do it, though, so just stop acting. <laughs> I was trying I'm to think there's up. another one I just cried on recently. I just can't remember what it was. But yeah, it's, it's, sometimes it's embarrassing. And I'll be like, oh, God. And I just, like, cry. <laughs> Especially David Bowie. Yeah. That's my man. <laughs> It happens. What's that R.L. Stein thing right there? On your- oh, this is my absolute favorite um, 
of his Fear Street series. So, you know, a lot of people liked Goosebumps. I was a Fear Street one. So this was the cheerleaders. Uh, there's four of them. So it's cheerleaders. I can't read it. The first evil, cheerleaders, the second evil, cheerleaders, the third evil, and cheerleaders, the new evil. That was my favorite, favorite series of his. So it's in like a nice little box set. Awesome. Yeah, books I are, love it. Are they books or movies? They're books. Okay. Yeah. So he had Goosebumps, you know, which was, you know, Goosebumps, obviously. So Fear Street was for like a little bit older of an audience. And it was kind of like the campy horror books. They were really good. I read all of them. They were so good. Awesome. Yeah. Like I want to reread these again because I've, I've read them multiple times, but I want to get back into it and read it again because it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. R.L. Steins is the man. Oh, hell yeah. He did something like so many people didn't. You know, I think he was like the biggest um, teenage horror writer when I was younger. Yeah. No, that's, that's good, though. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's definitely. Yeah. I need to start reading more. I used to read like when I, well, when I was going to work. But I used to take the bus to work. I would sometimes I would just have like a book and just read. It could be an autobiography, whatever. I just read on the bus to and from work. Mm-hmm. I have no work, so I can't read while I'm driving. I don't think that's safe. No, I've seen people do it, but it's not safe. <laughs> and I'll stare at them. I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you see like, this fool reading a book. Yeah, he's fucking driving and reading. <laughs> That risky. I'm not that skilled. I'm not that stupid either. <laughs> so why'd you rear-end that person? I was reading. I was reading a book. It was really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was actually the last book I was reading, which I might have to start over because I don't remember the story too well, and I think I lost the bookmark. Mm-hmm. But it was Nightmare. It was a Nightmare on Elm Street book. Oh. And it was a good story. I just forgot it. I have the book still. I just got to start it over. Mm-hmm. Oh try to remember where I was <laughs> I, I would have like I had one of my business cards as the um thing as the bookmark and I think it fell out oh so, well yeah, someone got your bookmark so that's cool maybe you got a follower from it hopefully <laughs> you never know it could happen <laughs> I better have <laughs> speaking of which did you make business cards yet not for the podcast, no, just for my lash business. I'm still, I still need to make them. You should. Yeah, I need to. I just, I always forget. And then it's like, then I'll talk to you and then you remind me. And I'm like, yes, I got to remember to do that. And then I forget again. And I'm like, oh yeah, I need to do that. So I finally, after a year and a half, finally got my lash business cards done. So it's like, it'll probably be another year before I do my podcast once. <laughs> I do need to do that. It helps, especially like whenever cons come back, like true. Hopefully, yeah. And at the table, hand them out. And as you know, me, I when I get the tables, people that I'm cool with, I'm like, yeah, send me your business cards. I will put them right on my table. I do it for the nightmare shop every single time I go to a con. Mm-hmm. They do it too. I've done it for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing is, is like, I got that idea from somebody on Facebook, but they were charging people. It really? was like, yeah. And I don't, I think they were going as like a fan. I don't know a hundred percent. I forgot, but they were like, yeah, if you send me your business cards, 
five dollars a day which i mean it's a hustle i guess i mean it's good yeah but still but i was just like my thing is send me your business cards i'll put them out on my table the only thing i ask is i can i can send you something to do the same for me yeah hell yeah i'll get some done definitely definitely well and then the cool thing is too is so like if they do the horror film festival this year here which i hope they do because i go every year um i can hand them out there and then i can also hand yours out and we're both podcasters so it'll be here you know check out these podcasts you like podcasts here and then that helps them get their movies promoted boom yep exactly so yes good idea i will do it soon email me every day and remind me <laughs> email me on payday right. so next week remind me <laughs> hey i get that too <laughs> like i gotta wait um, payday um so just one la- i guess last part on this movie i wanted to bring up was in the very end when the kid um shoves him into that big nasty ice cream maker and he's all who's the pied piper now ice cream dick macaulay <laughs> culkin i know it wasn't really funny. yeah yeah little culkin <laughs> that yes and i you know what? I even like the the very end where he's like mixing. He's sitting in that dark room. Yeah. Which, real quick, like the quote unquote mental asylums or sane asylums, whatever you want to call it, they make them so. What's the word? Like cliche. Yeah, and just like I'm like that's not how they really are. They're like really in a hospital. It's like a nice hospital, a nice room. It's not just in a dark padded room by themselves. Yeah, they're like go go in there, weirdo. <laughs> Because he, he's in like a dark room by himself, and there's like a light just shining down in the middle of the room. He's mixing, I guess, it's ice cream or something. He looks back and smiles. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I like how it ended like that. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, I know there's an ice cream man too. Yeah, so, I saw uh, there was. I haven't seen it though. Me either, but I am gonna watch it because I, I, I don't know if it's punishing myself. I guess sometimes it's punishing myself. I'll watch sequels of movies just because, like I did, yeah. um. Summer Party Massacre. I watched all three of those. Mm-hmm. I, I like the first one a lot. I like the third one a lot. The second one, not so much. Mm-hmm. See, that's how I am with like Child's Play. You know, I really, I like the first one, obviously, because it's the original. But then I really, and I like the second one. Um, the third one, I did like. And then you get a few that I'm kind of like, meh, I didn't like that. But then I like the newest one. It's like the kind of, those are all over the map. They are. I love the a lot of people don't like it but i'm just like it it was great i felt like it was now nah, i'm not gonna say it was a perfect movie but they had to change a lot of things up because of copyright mm-hmm. and all that good stuff they couldn't yeah. do certain things and i love how they used the technology with the doll and with everything around it to make it mess with people instead of being possessed like how the original was which the original of course yeah. you gotta love it yeah i, yeah. I really enjoy this as a matter of i think the newest one is better than a lot of the ones that came before it I agree. Mm-hmm. Most of them before. It might not be better than the first two or three, which I'd have to go back. And, I know it's not better than the original. I don't remember the second one. I have to rewatch it. And the really third one, that one, the army one. Yes. Mm-hmm. I vaguely remember that one. The second mm-hmm. one, I don't remember at all for some reason. Damn. It's probably one of those ones you throw it on. I'm like, oh, okay. I remember. It, yeah. It was really good. It had the girl, I want to say. So I think Andy's in like foster home at that point. And she's the older girl is like not his caretaker, but she's in the foster home as well. And she kind of takes care of him. And so, um, and then the end, remember the factory and he's melting like in the, in the plastic. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's how they killed him is they put him in the. 
melting, oh, melting pot or some shit. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back. I got to revisit two and three, definitely. Mm-hmm. And go from there, but like I said, the not the original, the newest one, I definitely, that's up there with the top three. It's definitely number, if it's not in the top three, it's number four. It's no yeah. lower than four. Well, he almost made you feel bad for him because he wasn't really bad. He just learned it. And he was really trying yeah. to help Andy. He wasn't trying to be an asshole. He was trying to be his friend. You know what I mean? So it's like you almost felt bad for him because he really wasn't a bad little robot. He was just well, learning well, from what was around him. Yeah. And most importantly, he did it for Tupac. We all know how great Tupac was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do it for Tupac. That was awesome. I forgot that about that. So <laughs> that was funny. I- I need to buy that movie on Blu-ray. I have to own that because I really did enjoy that. Yeah, it's totally worth it. That was a good one. I didn't know what to expect, and then I was like, okay, that was really good. Yeah, but I went and seen that in theaters, and I, I was just like, holy shit, that was better than I expected. Mm-hmm. I didn't get That's, to see it in the theater, but I watched it not too long ago. Let's go either in theaters or when you when you watch a movie for the first time in general, and you're just like, wow, that was so... Especially in theaters, I'll say, but just in general, it's like, that was so worth the freaking watch. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, that was so worth it. Mm-hmm. Yep. One, well, two that I'll always remember that were super, super worth it was um, 13 Ghosts and um, The Devil's Advocate. I'll say for me, um, theater-wise, The Conjuring. Oh, yeah. I, wa- I actually walked out because I got... Because I'm very, very weird with possession type stuff. Like I get really, um, I get anxiety and it's just the way I was raised. You know, it's like my grandfather was a Pentecostal preacher. Um, he did exorcisms. It's just, oh, it, it scared me. And so when she, I saw her up on that hutch thing or whatever, that scared the fuck out of me. I started getting like a really weird feeling and kind of like my, like almost a panic attack. And so I had to walk out. So I actually just rewatched it probably a few weeks ago on TV and I was okay, but in the theater, man, something just wasn't clicking right, so I left. <laughs> I've I, never done that before. I don't know if my brother was there. I, I know it was me and my wife watching. Like we watched the whole Conjuring franchise, besides the, I think one of the Annabelle movies, The Last Key. I think we didn't see that one in theaters. I think, but we oh. saw all the other girls and the nun and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the last Annabelle movie, which I love. That was good. But, the conjure, I think it was the conjuring, right? There was a lady in there. This was hilarious. I don't, I don't remember what part of the movie it was, but I was laughing. Yeah, my brother was there because he was laughing. And she was like, Oh my God, I can't take it. I can't take it. And someone's like, Well, if you can't take it, then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, I, shut the fuck I, up. You're ruining it. I was dying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and like, stuff like that doesn't bother me mm-hmm. to the extent of, because it wasn't throughout the whole movie. It was just like one, yeah. it was just, I got like, a real scary scene. But it was, and it was like real quick. Like she said that, he said that, and then it was it. Yeah. There's no, or just the fuck up arguing all that stupid shit. But I, I laughed my ass off. <laughs> and I remember for like the Conjuring series, for like the whole series, Insidious. Mm-hmm. I had on my, uh, one of my hats, not like this, but you know, like a hat similar to this type of style. Mm-hmm. And it was, my wife was wearing it because like certain parts, she would just pull the hat over her face. <laughs> I just look over <laughs> She's like, oh my God. But I th- I'd have to say Conjuring and um, shit. There's so many. Sinister. That's Sinister was good. 
like that came out in the mid to late 2000s i'll say mm-hmm. and then another one was um i just did a freaking podcast on this one too it was raining blood at the end of the movie the evil new, dead the remake of the evil dead evil dead yep yes oh yeah loved it yeah me too and, i liked it too and it's not one of my favorites but friday the 13th the remake in theaters was freaking amazing it could have been better. It could have been a better movie overall, but in theaters, especially the intro, mm-hmm. amazing. Like both, I remember I went to go see that back-to-back weekends, and I don't know about Caucasians, but black people, we don't like paying for movies, let alone going to see the same damn movie the very next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, little joke, people. This is how it's, you know, it's, yes, it's a little joke. <laughs> I don't know how, how your viewers are, but I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, like we went, back, we went back to back weekends, and the, the, here's the funny thing, right? So, the first weekend we went was the you know the weekend it came out Friday the Thirteenth, but we went on Valentine's Day. Oh, cool! <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> so, it was me, my brother, my cousin, and Henry. <laughs> and like, usually, when we go to the movies together. As, you know, you go to the movies with a group of friends. We'll go to the mm-hmm. window together and just, y'all here, just pay for this and grab my ticket. We went to separate windows. <laughs> You're like, we're not together, I swear. <laughs> yeah, we I just, I get, there's nothing wrong with that. If you guys, you know, but we didn't want to make people think that. So yeah. We went to separate windows. And then we, when, like, we went to go watch the movie, we left a seat in between us. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and you're all like leaning just, over like, the seat talking. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was, there was only two movies I did that for as far as going to see them back to back it was that and The Dark Knight, Batman The Dark Knight oh that was good, yeah and like the funny thing is the first, for both movies the first time I watched them all the way through second time I kind of just was like, oh, like I already seen this, I kind of dozed off and I don't mm-hmm. know which one but Henry was throwing candy at me scared the hell out of me <laughs> you all wake up screaming movie <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, that's that's a great experience. It's a fun experience. I can't. I miss the movie experience. Now. I do too, so bad. I'm so ready for them to open up again. Like you don't. I I was just talking about this the other day too. Like going out to eat. I'm I'm a homebody as far as like I would like to just go grab the food and sit in front of a movie and watch it and eat. Mm-hmm. I miss going out to eat now. Like I'm just that experience, just going out to eat. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'll get old so we can go out again, go out to eat a couple times. Like okay, this is, I'm, I'm good now. I'm, yeah i just missed that experience mm-hmm. okay. me too big time hopefully. <laughs> please open that's the only thing i've missed through all of this is just going to the theater because we you know every time a scary movie comes out we always go so i definitely yeah, missed that part yeah. and i the funny thing is like for these i don't remember the last horror movie me and my wife seen going out to the theaters but we started going like for certain movies we would go like say it chapter two. Mm-hmm. Um, we did Halloween. We went to other movies besides those. Like after those, I can't think of what we've seen. But we'll, what we try to do those, like say, again for example, like the Insidious movies. Mm-hmm. We'll try to watch that whole franchise in theaters, conjuring the whole franchise. Yeah. Like we try to do that, and now it's like that experience is, is taken away. Candyman's supposed to be coming out soon, or it's supposed to be out already. That like yeah, I was so excited. That. I know. And just and now it's like. Once this stuff opens back up, are you going to be ready yourself to really go back to the movies? Am I going to have to, if I'm going to have to put it, I'll put it to you like this. I do feel like they should cut down how many people can go into theaters and mm-hmm. 
even before the whole Corona thing, I just feel like it gets too. It's not as exciting. Like I like going to a movie if I, whether it be me and the wife or me and a group of friends or family. I like to just sit with that group. I don't want everybody else's group sitting with me. Like sit the fuck over there. Sit yeah. Over there. Yeah. Or when it's like theater. an empty theater and there's. 1500 fucking seats and you're up in the very back and the motherfucker comes and sits one seat next to you i yeah, like right hate that yo sit over there yeah it's like you have a whole entire theater do you have to sit next to me so i know i'm sure they will cut down on how many people can go to the theater but mm-hmm. i wish that that'll be good to an extent but then it's like if i have to go to the movies and wear a mask to the movie i'm i'm not gonna go which i understand why mm-hmm. but it's uncomfortable, and I commend people who are ex- who are uh, external workers. That's not the word I was looking for. Essential workers who have to go to work and wear these masks all day. Yeah. I for- but I'm just like, I can't do that for entertainment. Like, if I have to do it for work, it's one thing, but for entertainment, I can't be wearing a mask, watching a horror movie or whatever movie. How am I yeah. gonna my pop? How am I gonna drink my? Oh, that's true. Yeah, you have to keep lifting it up. Yeah. I know driving's <laughs> bad, but I'm not really into the drivings anymore like I was as a kid. It's not the same. I like them. They're just so far here. Like, you have to drive far, and I'm like, I don't want to drive an hour away to a, you know, two- or four-hour movie, because they usually do two movies, and then drive an hour back. It's like, yep. I don't want to do that. That's, that's a long... That's six hours right there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's like, day? fuck that. And you already oh. get tired at movies sometimes, and you got to drive home afterwards. It's like, oh, man, no way. Yeah, I'd rather just sit in a the theater for a movie and then go home. Yeah. Um, I was trying to look at something real quick. I'll cut this part out, but hold on. Yep, no problem. Okay. My daughter was asking if she can stay the night somewhere, so I had to answer her real quick. <laughs> oh, no problem. All right. Okay, now I'm like lost. Okay, so I think we hit everything on there. All right. I'm like fucking starving. Are you ready to wrap, you think? I'm whatever. Hey, this this is you're the captain of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do it again though soon. Let's like pick another one and do it soon. Even even if it's on yours, like however you want to do it, because it's so fun. Abigail Haunting. Yes. Yeah, let's definitely do that because that'd be fun. Definitely. And that's that's a good one. I got to rewatch it again, of course. But yeah, I'm down to do that one. Yeah, me too. I'll have to watch it again. I remember most of it, but I want to watch it again just to freshen, freshen my mind. Same. I, I probably watch it like the day. I, I might watch it in between, but then definitely watch it like the day of just so I have it fresh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, so now we're hitting the end of the show. Um, so now is your time to promote yourself, let everybody know where to find you, your pages, um, Twitter, every, everything you got going on. Let them know where to find you. Okay, cool. Well, first, <laughs> okay, thank you for inviting me on your show. I had a great time, as usual. Yes. And where you can find me, Sir Sturdy, I have a horror Facebook group and horror Facebook page. Now the page is more for like a fan page. You guys can get all the updates of what I'm doing for search 30 wise. And then the group is for 
anybody and everybody to share anything and everything horror related, including your own podcasts, YouTube channels, movies, whatever the case may be, memes, pictures. As long as it's horror related, it's 100% cool. And then just join in the horror conversations. I'm on YouTube, which you can see me on YouTube with my podcast and with my random horror videos I do. And Those are cool. Unboxings and whatever. Thank you. Whatever <laughs> other silliness I do. I have a Twitch channel now, which I haven't been streaming lately, but I'm going to get back to that. But it's horror underscore with underscore sir underscore sturdy. And I'm just on there with a bunch of friends having a good time playing some video games. I mainly play horror video games, but we have some crazy ass conversations. And for those <laughs> who listened to my podcast and heard me and Henry have conversations, the podcasts are nothing compared to these freaking, as far as the conversations we have, because we don't have to just stick to horror. We talk about, I don't know what we talk about. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. You guys got to bring your own self. <laughs> Henry's cool. <laughs> and then uh, I said YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Podbean. You can listen to me on Podbean, Spotify, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, iTunes. You can hear my podcast, Horror Research 30 Podcast. It drops every Tuesday and Thursday. And if you ever want to be on my podcast, shoot me an email, horrorresearch.sturdy, and that's horrorresearch.sturdy at gmail.com. And you can just be a horror. You can be just a horror fan. You don't have to be an actor, actress, podcaster. You just have to be a horror fan, and we'll go from there. But definitely. yes, check me out. And hell yeah, definitely follow Zombie Barbie everywhere because she has a cool show, a great show. Thank you. Thank you again <laughs> for the show. Yeah, thank you so much. So, um, I mean, I always love recording with you. I love going on your show. I love when you're on here. We always have like so much to talk about and it's so much fun. So thank you so much for doing it with me. Um, you know, during my thank yous, you know, I always bring you up. So I'm going to bring you up first since you're on here right now. So, you know, thank you for being a friend, for getting me into podcasting, um, just kind of teaching me the ropes and what podcasting is. You, you're, you're great. So everybody follow Horror with Sir Sturdy. Um, also follow my indie productions. Um, they're very, they're just an amazing network where they help indie, indie, everybody, producers, actors, directors. Um, they show, you know, movies that you might not have known about. I found a lot of movies from them. Um, I'm a featured artist on there and they promote my stuff constantly. They're a production company. They have their own movies. They're an incredible, incredible group. So definitely check them out. Um, Facebook, Twitter, myindieproductions.com. Um, I want to thank Bud Vino. He has a new podcast show coming out now called MDT. So it just dropped, I believe, a few days ago. And I'm going to just read what it is real quick. Um, so he's, he's known for you know podcasting and radio show hosting. He's done it for so long. And he also fights for parental rights and stuff like that. Um, so it says it's a podcast that's specifically targeted towards waking you up with a smile on your face. You never know what Eric and Bud will talk about. Join us every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. These guys are hilarious. I watched a couple of their clips. They're awesome. So check out Bud Bino. Um, I want to thank Crazy Ink Publishing for publishing my books, Broken Halo and Broken Halo Blood Curse. Um, my third one should be coming out soon. It's called Broken Halo Witches Game. So thank you to them. Matthew Price Thompson with MPT Graphics for doing my artwork, Chris Atella for doing my outro music and my iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts intro and outro, um, Johnny Daggers with Dagger Vision Film for doing my logo and my intro music and my actual intro. Um, 
Yeah. And that's, that's actually it. I always have like an order, but since I did you first, I'm like, I feel like there's somebody else, but it was you. (laughs) So thank you again for coming on. It was a lot of fun and I can't wait to do it again. Oh, anytime. I I have nothing but time right now. So anytime you want me on, just let me know. Perfect. Oh yeah. As you hear my dog shake, dang it. Sorry. (laughs) But all right. Well, you have a good night and I will talk to you soon.